and welcome everybody. I am Jennifer Regular, a soul-centered empowerment coach at Lighting the Path and also your host here on Wise Woman Wednesdays. I am so excited to have Robin McTague here from Richmond, BC joining us. Hello, Robin. Hi, Jennifer. So nice to have you here and I'll share to the audience a bit about you. Robin McTague is a published author, a speaker, teacher, and creator of A Life of Choice, Coaching and Consulting. She helps small business owners create a positive culture of engagement and productivity so that they can really focus on building their business. Her areas of expertise include relationships, psychology, motivation, conflict resolution, and does it through Enneagram and meditation. Today, she's going to share about awareness as the first key to a life of choice. Robin, a life of choice. <laughs> Not everyone feels like they have one. What has been your experience in um, cultivating that awareness or even becoming self-aware yourself? Yeah, for myself, definitely growing up, I didn't feel like I had any choice. Very difficult childhood with alcoholic dad, uh, suicidal mom, um, a brother who was acting out. And at a time when we were actually apart for quite a while, we actually lived with other families, just my mom and I. So I always felt like the outsider. And it's like, I don't have any choice in what's going on in my life or who I'm connecting to would move a lot. And so it was really challenging. And what happened for me is I had breast cancer. And, you know, I was doing everything for everyone else. I was doing full-time work. I was doing the union work, strata council. And I'd been so focused on all of that. I didn't have any focus on me and my own wellness. And so it just kind of stopped me in my tracks. And then it's like that journey to healing that started to see, I do have a choice. I don't have to do that. I can take care of myself and I can choose differently and and one of the books that I read that was really opened that up for me was Viktor Frankl's Man's Search for Meaning. Wow. You know, there's a man in a concentration camp and was able to keep his mind in the positive and came out and started a whole new area of psychology. So if someone like that can choose differently, it's like, who am I to say that, oh, I have no choice and feel like the victim? It's really inspiring to see how others have done it and it makes it possible. And then once you become aware of that and then you start taking being taking that inspired action, then it builds up more confidence so that you can really start to spread the message for others and be a role model for others too and a mentor to be able to build that confidence and recognize that you do have a choice and that you can choose a path that's most healing, nourishing and productive for you. So what came about on your journey then, how did you get into what you're doing now? So what happened when I had the cancer diagnosis, I took a really inward look at my life. I really had to say, you know, how did you get here? And do you want your life to be like this anymore? And, you know, I felt alone and shut down. And so I just started to do the deeper work. I reconnected with my spiritual self. I realized how I'd shut that down and I saw how, you know, I just, what people wanted me to do, I would do it. Like I didn't even think any differently. 
And part of that was stuffing down my emotions and my feelings. And so beginning to look at the trauma in my life. And even though I had the psychology and the counseling and all this different background, I hadn't dealt with the emotional piece. So I'd only dealt with it intellectually. And then I found the meditation system that I teach now, which really helped me to connect to my spirit and, and also that energetic shielding. So I wasn't taking on everyone else's energy. So I could see, well, what is actually mine? How am I feeling? And allowing myself the grace to give space to figure that out for myself and not expect such perfection out of myself. So really taking that time to understand who I was. And so that took me on a journey. I was kind of in the process of looking at becoming the union president for our union where I worked. And it's like, nope, this isn't for me anymore. I know there's a different path. And then I left the corporate work and became an entrepreneur and teach the healing. And so I found a lot of different awareness pieces with the Enneagram, the training and power work. But it's really all about learning about ourselves and that awareness because we have the patterns and we're in them and we don't see anything different. So often it either takes some kind of uh, wake up call or shock. We talk about in the Enneagram where we actually stop and look at it. And when we shift in vibration and do different things, then it helps us to see what are those unconscious patterns. So that's the step, right? When we have the consciousness of what the patterns are, then we can choose differently. It's really empowering to be able to come to that awareness, to be able to make those choices then, and to really determine our destiny instead of leaving it all up to fate or acting out of fear, obligation, and guilt. You know, it's very common for empaths in particular to just absorb energy from others and naturally want and give so much of their time and energy to helping others because they want everybody else to be happy and it's so true like you said for yourself and I know for so many others that we we neglect ourselves right and then we also lose that connection not only with ourselves but our higher consciousness our higher power our higher self and so it was so great that you found that reconnection and how much more elevated your life became and I feel like that's like a real pull right now to be able to integrate a higher consciousness model of living. So I love that you've discovered how that happens for yourself and be able to cultivate that so you can be a strong human, right? Mm -hmm. um, but of course we are spiritual beings having that human experience first. So we do need to connect spiritually to that essence of who we are and to that higher power and know that we aren't truly alone and that we're always supported in that way. And now you support others in meditation, the Enneagram, psychology. Um, how does that come about in your work? What do you do with people to help them in the same way? So it really depends how deep people want to go. So with the training and power work with the meditation, it's a four week course and you know, it sounds simple, but it's an actual healing system where your vibration is shifted, the equivalent of seven years in Tibet. So uh, there's a lot of information, but there, it's an active style. And I've done other meditational systems like transcendental meditation and yogic meditation, and it didn't engage the mind. And that's why I love this one. So 
we actually do things, we're putting on our shields, we're grounding, we're learning about ourselves, accessing our guides, lots of different things to help us to really understand who we are. And so that's one area. And sometimes people want that right away. And sometimes they want something a little bit more, oh, let's just figure out a bit more about me before I get into the spiritual realm. And so with individuals, I have a package where you do your Enneagram typing and your motivational map. So, and it's interesting because I got involved with the Enneagram, which is a personality profiling system through the motivational map because it's partly based on that. So it has nine motivators and the Enneagram has nine types. And now we talk about starting with a main point on the Enneagram. So it helps us to see what are those ways of seeing the world, because we tend to look at it in a certain way. And so we get stuck in those patterns. And when we can actually see them for what they are, then we have the freedom to really be who we are. And, and I know for myself, it's kind of funny because being a type six, one of our things is fear. Mm. And so wanting to have the safe thing. And I worked for a safety organization for over 30 years. Wow. <laughs> so how clear can you get? <laughs> I would call that your rite of passage, right? Going through the corporate world in the safety division. <laughs> so it's quite funny, right? When I realized and, and figured out what that main starting point was for me. And it just gave me so much growth and so much depth. And then with the map, it helped me, especially as an entrepreneur, because we have relationship motivators, achievement, and growth. And a lot of entrepreneurs are high growth, a shiny object. And so when we're so focused in one area of our life, something else might suffer. So what's happening with your relationships, getting things done, and the achievement. So it was a really... A big wake up call for me to see how I was being an entrepreneur and how the relationship area suffered. And we know that, especially as an entrepreneur, we have to connect with other people. We have to know who we are and then have that connection with others. So when I work corporately, that wasn't important to me. And so I'd kind of dismiss them. And it's like, they want too much of my time. My time at lunch is for my fitness. It's the only time I can fit it in. You know, so going to a couple obligatory lunches or something, but my focus was more on um, getting done what I wanted to get done. And then as an entrepreneur seeing, yeah, that's just what's important. And also seeing people with the compassion to say, that's how they connect. That's what's important to them. Mm. And also seeing, you know, entrepreneurs, when we work with different types, it's like how much information do they need? Um, like bottom line people, like the growth people and the more relationship based may want more contact, more information. So that kind of thing where we can look at that's just my way and opening up to have more compassion and kindness and see that we all just have different ways of being. And it's a really kind of a more neutral way of looking at things rather than going into projecting onto others what we think they're doing or thinking. 
So Absolutely. Everyone's on their own path. And I really commend you. I think like good on you for really being able to bring into alignment your needs, your motivations, your passions, your interests. It's so important to have that alignment. And then you know, I hear you re reprioritized your health and well-being and making the choices to honor that first and foremost. And you're right, for entrepreneurs, you are your business. So right. taking care of your business means taking care of you. Right. And, and you really show that I, and you've really come to embody that. And my question is, you've mentioned about being a six and being um, the how fear is a big part of that. So is that then the lens that you always see through and you kind of just have to be aware of that and adjust how you're perceiving situations accordingly? Or is there a way that you shift that then to something other than fear? Yeah, so there is that shift and it's kind of interesting because even with the uh, meditational work, we talk about fear and placing it correctly and, you know, leading with love and manifesting from a place of love rather than the survival stuff that we often do. And yeah, so it's like having that distance to see, oh, that's just my personality and I can choose differently. So for me, those messages still come up. But it's like, do I really need to do that? Do I need to, um, is that kind of helping me or not? Like, for example, it might be, you know, getting my place exactly right before I get something done. Because, you know, I've got my things that keep me comfortable and safe and take care of me. Or, you know, am I going to step out and speak, for example? Or am I going to let that fear stop me? So seeing it for what it is, it's just a pattern, it's just a way of being, and I can choose differently. So with the aspect that can be our kind of um, pattern, we also have a gift for our type. So for me, it's like really working with that courage to, ah. to be who I am. So when I can really sit into who I am and that kind of more spiritual part of myself, then I can really hold energy for others and help bring people together. So it's not all negative. And I think that's part of the, what we see in, in the culture, all these memes that kind of stereotype people. And it's not about that, right? We want to get out of the box. Kind yes. of, and that's how we are in so many different things in different systems. And that's why I love these two systems, because it actually gives us a transformational path. So, so what we do in assessment, but what are we going to do with it, right? So it's like, no, that means I can now see it for what it is and work with my ego to let it relax so I can move beyond. Mm, relax the ego, because sometimes we get angry with ego. <laughs> we try to push it away, right? But then if yeah. we can learn to relax it and, and have some self-compassion towards it as well. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So courage sounds like then your vehicle to helping to keep your spirit intact. Yeah. And, and to keep I my whole self. Yeah. 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 And then being able to free your spirit to direct the life that you're meant to live, you know, for different way of living than how you started out as you shared in your childhood, what that was like and to what life is now has been a huge transformation and growth and evolution of your being. Absolutely. It's like, I wonder sometimes how, you know, I made it through, but it's that um, tenacity or whatever, but you know, it's like, I almost 
weren't, you know, didn't last, <laughs> whatever you want to say. I almost died a couple times oh, wow. due to different things. And yeah, I'm still here and just grateful for everything. And, and I think that's a big part of everything is that gratitude that we have for what we do have instead of so much reaching outside of ourselves. So it's really bringing it all back to us and what's important to us and having that's that important. inner journey. Yes, the inner journey and recognizing that everything we need is right within us. Absolutely. Yes, and connecting with it there in that place right from source. Mm -hmm. um, I'm curious what your relationship is like now with your parents, as you mentioned them at the beginning. And now that yeah. you've gone through all of this, how does that change your relationship with them if they're still around or before they had gone if they're not? My dad died when I was fairly young. I was 15. Mm. And um, yeah, it was not a pleasant death. He he was robbed. Oh, and gosh. because of health issues, he ended up having a heart attack. So um, there were people charged with manslaughter. Oh, and so we never... And because of the abuse and stuff, I don't think we ever would have really been able to have that deeper conversation and unfortunately with my mom she passed about seven years ago and because of all the issues with the mental health and treatment and medication she just wasn't really cognizant in order to have that deeper conversation and so even though they had passed I still did the inner work that I needed mm -hmm. to to let go and not let that define me and and see it for what it is right it, it brought me to my journey and that helped me in a way really push forward you know I was the first one in my family to finish high school let alone go to university so yes I was different and I had that vision for something and I, I think I always did like I can remember things I did as a child and it's like you wouldn't normally know that, right? But I think we all have those gifts and we shut them down. And that's why I like doing the healing classes, the meditation, because we open ourselves up to our gifts again that often we've shut down because of society or family or whatever it is. Wow, that's amazing, Robin. So if people do want to be able to discover their gifts and to embody that and learn more from you, how can they get in touch? Easiest is to go to the website. There's a couple different downloads there, or you can book a time on my calendar and I'd be happy to have a conversation and just see, you know, what is it? Where are you in your life? Is there maybe you're going through a transition or you want more? And what does that look like for you? So whether I can support you or give you a resource that might support you and what you need, I'd be happy to have that conversation. And I think that would be so worthwhile because I can see, you know, how authentic and genuine and safe and just approachable you are. So I highly recommend that you get in touch with Robin and just, you know, explore, be curious and see where it can lead. You know, it might be a stepping stone in your path and may go even further than that. So be open to the possibilities. Robin, is there anything else that you would like to share? Any final words of wisdom with the audience? Um, oh, and I'll just say that I do have free information sessions on the courses. So that's under the events on the webpage. And that's updated on going basis. 
And just to remember, I love this kind of, it's not quite an acronym, but alone equals all one. So oh. we're never really alone. We're always connected to source. Even when we feel desperate or alone, it's like there is always that connection that we can reach for. And let yourself get support when you need it. I think that that's, you know, if I'd had the support I needed, then, you know, I just think that's one of the most important things we can do for ourselves. To lean into that support and reach out for it and accept it when it comes to you as well. Mm -hmm. Be open. Alone to all one. I love that. I hope you all write that one down. Alone to all one. That's a transformation in, in itself. Um, it's been such a pleasure having you here, Robin. And thank you for sharing your vulnerability and strength with us and your story and what you're sharing with us today. It's all so much appreciated. And I appreciate all of you for listening and watching today as well. Thank Robin, you so much. Thanks so much. Goodbye, everybody. Talk to you again next week on Wise Woman Wednesdays. I'm Jennifer Regular, Soul-Centered Empowerment Coach at Lighting the Path.